Hi, I'm Michael Pinter. Welcome to the How to Flip New York podcast, where we teach you how to start or grow a wholesaling or flipping business in New York. If you're getting any value from this podcast, please leave us a review because that helps us out greatly. Now, this is a question I get every single week. There's about three questions I get. First one is, what contract do I use? I get this question all the time. And unfortunately, it's not such a good question because you don't prepare the contract in New York. And I remember when I didn't know what I was doing when I first started and I went to a seller appointment and I brought a contract with me and I said, hey, should we sign the contract? And the seller looked at me like I was from outer space or I had five heads. And he said, uh, does my attorney prepare that? And he was right. The way it works in New York is the seller's attorney prepares the contract and sends it to your attorney. You cannot pass. I mean, you can pass a contract over the table, but it's pretty much not going to be useful. Now, sometimes when I send an offer, I'll send it on something that looks like a contract and then I'll get a whole, I'll get backlash from the seller's attorney saying we got to use our own contract. And I say, I know it's just a form I use, but in New York, one of the major chain differences, and there's many differences between New York and the other 49 States is that the contract is not signed between the seller and buyer as it is done in all 49 states. This contract gets prepared by the seller's attorney. Now, I have closed a few deals where there was no seller's attorney. The people refused. They didn't want to pay. And I always dreamed for years that that would be like this amazing utopia. But it was not such an easy process because the way, the the role of the seller's attorney is so ingrained in the transaction that what happens is that certain things just didn't get done. So I give I, I give two uh, examples pretty often of uh, had a situation where had a situation where um, sellers didn't want to use an attorney. I had them sign a very very strongly worded affidavit saying that they understand they're not using attorney. And then it was an inherited property, and there are title issues that always show up. And the seller's attorney is the one that clears those title issues. But in New York, they people just assume there's a seller's attorney. In this case, there wasn't a seller's attorney. So what happened? What happened was that I ended up having to go get death certificates for the people that had died. It was a huge pain, and I didn't want to do it. I really didn't. And, of course, this happens a day before the closing scheduled, so it was a pain. Another situation is where they had spoken to me and told me, listen, we want everything split 50-50. It was a brother or sister. And um, I completely forgot that. And that is something that a seller's attorney would provide to whoever was handling the closing, whatever attorney was handling the closing. And they would give them a checklist, which is a list of checks, and say, you know, 50% of the net proceeds go to the brother, 50% of the net proceeds go to the sister. And at this closing, there was one check, and they were all upset at me. Again, this is something that a sales attorney would do. So while I understand that if there was no sales attorney, the transaction process would be simpler, the truth is that every single other attorney involved in the transaction is, is expecting a sales attorney to do that. Now, people don't understand. There can I've gone many wholesale closings where there's four four attorneys. There's a seller's attorney, my attorney, there's a buyer's attorney. And if the buyer's getting hard money financing, then the lender's attorney is going to be there. So everybody has a role in New York that they're going to play. And the seller's attorney has a, a part that they play in this transaction. So uh, avoiding them seems like a better idea. But first of all, it's almost impossible because most people are going to ask and they're going to be told they should be represented. Um, second of all, not using an attorney is a problem because uh, if they ever come back to you and wanted to sue you, they'd probably have a good case, even with an affidavit that says that they didn't want to use an attorney because standard transactions in New York, I'm talking about 99.999% of them have a seller's attorney. Um, but also because of all this stuff that the seller's attorney is going to do, that's going to fall on you if you don't have one. So there is no contract um, because in New York, 
the contract gets prepared by the sales attorney. He's almost certainly going to pick a standard attorney. And we can talk about some of the issues that happen with the sta- standard contract. I mean, only, and we can talk about some of those issues in another uh, table. What happens with the standard contract in New York? Because guess what? Standard contract in New York has clause 26, which says this is not assignable. Something you have to talk about beforehand uh, with the seller. And maybe your attorney has to talk about with the seller's attorney. Standard contract in New York says that everything has to be working. I mean, the standard contracts in New York are for standard tra- real estate transactions for you know for 90% of what happens out there. So I get asked this every week, sometimes 10 times a week, what contract should I use? And the answer is no contract. You don't use a contract because once a seller says yes in New York, everything changes. The seller's attorney has to prepare a contract. You There's a lot going on and um, you don't bring a contract. I I bring listing agreements in case a person wants a list, but I don't bring contracts anymore. For for a while, when I started going to sell sell direct appointments, I brought a contract because that's what you learn on the internet. Oh, you push a contract across the table with a check for fifty bucks, and you're a contract. It's not how it works in New York. So um, we're going to deal with a few of these issues of why it's so different in New York. But this is a big one because people ask me all the time, what contract should I use? What purchase and sale agreement? Same thing. It's a contract. So um, if you haven't subscribed on YouTube, please subscribe. Um, I've been going live on Facebook for a while, but pretty soon I'm going to go back to, to YouTube. And if you're not subscribed on YouTube, you're going to miss some, some of the content. So I would highly recommend, uh, um, subscribing. If you have any comments or any, any topics you want me to cover, I'm happy to uh, cover them. So all comments get responded to very quickly. I mean, sometimes within a couple of hours, but almost always within uh, 24 hours. So if you have any comments or questions about flipping or wholesaling properties in New York, please Uh, Let me know, and thank you for watching. Hey, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, Go to howtoflipnewyork.com for more information about the various ways that I can help you. And again, if you can leave a review, uh, that would really help us out.